Welcome to the Dope World News Podcast, taking over your listening space, whether you're listening to us at www.overdoperductions.com, yeah. the Apple Podcast app, yeah. Spotify, yeah. and where it benefits us the most. Where's that? That's the Anchor app. It don't matter who you thought I was, I go by Prestige. And you already know it's the nastiest nigga in the motherfucking world, Zen, aka the zeitgeist of every motherfucking thing nasty. Who the fuck we got in here with us today, bro? Clearly, we got the go of engineering and producing Nirvana Nash. And we all just entertainers. And we also got the motherfucking last born pimp on the goddamn visuals. My nigga Titty Boy Nate. What's good, bro? What up, dude? Hey, and we also got my bro, Mr. I See Everything C. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? Hey, episode 53. Five tree. Five Come tree. on. Five Come tree. On. I think I like my women 5'3". Man. That's man. a good little height. Fun yeah. size. Fun, fun size. I don't know what Louis was talking about. Hey, right. He, he, he was lost. <laughs> hey, maybe it was a language barrier. I don't know his nationality or his ethnicity or anything, but maybe it was that. 5'3". 5'3", bro. Let's let's look at some notable 5'3s. Don Drisdale, MLB. No clue. Harry Carson, NFL. No clue. Randy Gratishire, NFL. No clue. Artist Gilmore, he played for the Bulls. I know who that nigga is. <laughs> NBA. And see, and with that being said, the higher we get up in these episodes, we're going to have to make this shit more entertaining. So we're going to be bringing in a new segment with the rapper ratings. Yeah. Um, Basically breaking down current hip-hop artists, some your favorites, some you're not. We're going to be breaking them down in a num- number of categories, and I'm going to let Nirvana take it away and explain the rest. Um, yeah, so the four categories we got is flow, bars, star power, and creativity. And that's how we're going to base it off of it. This week, we got Little Tekka. Hey, he just dropped a new album. What was it? Uh, Virgo World. Virgo. Virgo World. World. Um, I did see that he dropped a tweet or something, or maybe it was on Instagram, that it was coming and the internet was excited. Oh, Evidently, yeah. they've been waiting on this for a long time. To me, he's one of those artists who are young and got a lot of potential. I fuck with a few of his songs. I like him. I like how humble he is as an individual, first and foremost. He's just a regular kid that like to make music. He's like on the opposite end of uh, NBA Youngboy. You know, he's not ignorant. He ain't dumb. He know how to talk. It's definitely, it's definitely two sides of a coin. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> because he's what? How old is NBA Youngboy? 20? 20. 21. Something like that. And Tekka just turned 19. 18. Yeah, so you know, he just graduated. High I, I just like that Tekka is a little, he's a little bit normal. Yeah, he is a lot, and he even say that in his, in a lot of his interviews. Like, you know, I don't do none of this stuff I be talking about. I just make great music. That's more so why I like him. You know, it. it we we grew up, and a lot of us grew up with like the persona of rappers. And sometimes you like the person, you know, take a 50, for example. Your niggas was just like, bro, nigga was rugged and gutted, and niggas just love that shit, they eat that thug shit. But, you know, as we've become more understanding of actual culture and shit, where it's just like, you know, you got a 6'9 that just out here doing whatever the fuck to get, to get on, and then you got a little nigga like Tekka that's just like, bro, I go to high school, I got braces. I don't really be fucking bitches. I talk about having foreigns. I can't drive. I don't have a driver's <laughs> license. Like, <laughs> I have. I don't have a girlfriend. Like, none of that. So it's like, I, I, I like that way more than I like the niggas that just try to be this so sweet. And then you see them fighting. Them niggas can't punch out of a pillow hey, that's bag. That's why I like X <laughs> so much. Because X used to talk that shit and then would be the grown ass man ass. And then get knocked out and then not give a fuck about it. He was a slap box king. Get slapped the fuck up too. Like, (laughs) so. So, yeah, Checker just give people 
something different to identify with. Cause not everybody about to be thugging and everybody not about to be hard. But you know, it's cool to just be yourself. So and it's cool to make music like that and not be about that. That's one thing if you're not trying to portray it outside of the mic, you know. So first category we got is flow. So from a rating from zero to a hundred, we gonna give in each category one rating each person. So what you got? I think I start off with me. I think I had to give them a forty in the flow. Mm. <clears throat> no, no, no. Just listen. That's cool. Because it's, it's under fifty, but you know his flow right now in today's hip hop is cookie cutter. There's a lot of people who do it, but he make good music with it. And some people out here do that shit. The music be trash. Seventy. I give him a seventy for oh. flow. Um. I think you are right about the cookie cutter stuff, but I think he has one of the better styles of that flow. So seventy. I honestly have not really listened to him, so. All right. <laughs> <the results. laughs> Nate, uh, I give him a seventy-five. Oh. I feel like he better, like Ty said, than the average. I don't feel like average is fifty, <laughs> but uh, I don't feel like yeah. I ain't even going to the other ratings, but I give him a 75. He definitely doing his thing. Um, for me, I gotta give him probably about a 75 too. Uh, he got a nice flow. He real young though, and he uses the same flow a lot on a lot of his songs. So as he grows, I'm hoping that he kind of breaks out of that and he's able to, you know, change it up. But from the last CD to this CD, I have seen the growth in his flow at least. So. He's, he's stepping into it more. I give him that. So, same thing, 75. So, we're going to just jump into uh, the next category, which is bars. I'm going to start with myself on rating him. You know, he not a bar-heavy artist. Everything he do put together do sound good. So, on the strength of that, I'm going to just give him a 30 for the bars. 30. Yeah, I'm going to give him a 27. 27. <laughs> What See, it's out of it. <laughs> what you got? No, no, no previous information. Um, for bars, I got a 68 oh, because nah. um, he does say a lot of clever stuff. People may not catch catch on it sometimes, and some of it is kind of young. Some of it is kind of based off of TikTok and the stuff that's going on in there too. So I can understand why you know, but in in retrospect, he's using the times to his advantage. And that's what I do like about him. So I would say about 68. And then we got... Uh, yeah, I'm going to give him a 33. It gets repetitive. I heard it all before. Foreign cars, all that. Yada, yada. I'm cool. So what's next? Star power. And what do you think? Do you think this should be his star power now or his star power I potential? Think it's, it, it, it's really a mixture of both. Okay. Oh, well, if we go in there... I'll so say, yeah, since he's so young, I'll give him like a 65. Cause I do think that he got something there to be a player, especially if the fans grow with him. I think he got a potential to be a player down the road. I think uh for me, I'm gonna give him an 83 because I think that he could potentially take the baton from Uzi and become that next type of artist, mm. depending on how he puts himself. And if he does develop, if he develops the bars, like I, I, you see how I feel about his flow, if he develops the bars and keeps going, I feel like he has that Uzi star potential. So, 83. Nirvana? Um, I got to give him probably about an 85. Just based off the fact that when I look at him, uh, Recipes X, Recipes Juice, Juice yeah. he kind of is the youngest, best star right now. That's true. And that puts him in an, in an advantageous position where a lot of artists, like even Lil Bow Wow wasn't even at this point. You know, to be real with you, the way that he has control over his music, the way that he just, bro, the, the kid is a weirdo. Like, let's be real about it. Like, and that's not no disrespect to him. He's a weirdo. He gets up on Triller and he just makes weird dance videos to his own songs, bro. Mm -hmm. And it does millions of views regularly. That's what you want. Right. So, 85. Come on, Nate. I'm, I'm going to give him an 82. I feel like he's very influential, especially on the younger people. 
And that's more so why I gave it to him, kind of just echoing on what y'all said. I could see him just taking the baton and being like the, the leader of the Mount Rushmore of the younger kids or how they feel. And they top fives and shit like that. Yep. So, yep. Um, I agree. Creativity. Um, now, me, I'm going to throw him in the high 80s because we talking about music, but um, creativity, I'm thinking about style. I'm thinking about um, artistry and all those things. I feel like if he do develop, he just like how Little Baby did. Little Baby, he he's still a green artist. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, because he ain't been doing it long. Yeah. I feel like he could make those strides. Mm-hmm. And um, so with his creativity, just to be more direct, it's going to be like 82. 82? <clears throat> yeah. I, so I feel like his creativity, I feel like it's going to influence style. It's going to influence fashion, music. So 82. I, I I say his potential for creativity could be higher than what I'm about to get him, but I, but right now I probably give him a 67. Okay, 67 on creativity just because it's again we spoke about it already that it's in the same similar fashion of a lot of other artists, but if he's able to extrapolate on that and get to a, a higher plateau, I think he could be higher than that. But 67 is what I'll give him. All right, Nirvana. Um. I got to give him probably an 80. Um, I think he's one of the more creative artists of this generation. And I think with his more dance hall influence in his music, it gives him a certain out in creativity that a lot of people don't get because he actually is a descendant of Jamaican people. So, and being from Long Island, from what I know, that's kind of part of that whole cultural, you know, thing. That's why A Boogie, if I'm not mistaken, is they from around the same area. It's a lot of Jamaican heritage. A lot of Jamaican heritage in New York. You know? So, yeah, I got to give him an 80. Right. And I can't say that he does have a couple bops that I play at a function. But how how about you, Nate? Mm, I feel like I give him a 70. Like I said, I think he above average. But like he kind of doing shit that everybody else doing, he just doing it better. So I don't want to rate him too high for that. But right. he's still doing his thing, that for sure. Yeah, I feel like if he just once he, cause he young, once he start to just get the mind for the game, the business, and how shit go, he starts stepping out with different producers and shit that just you know give him some game here and there. I feel like he could develop into. You know something different. He's young, yeah. So the room is there, and you know you gotta, bro. You gotta actually live life. You Mm -hmm. know, like that. Also, it's a part of you being good at being able to rap. If you're, if you're just a lyricist, and if you're, you know, do kind of similar what he does, it still comes a point where that hits his plateau. Where it's like, all right, you gotta go experience some shit to bring back to your music, because you can only talk about shit you never done for so long. Exactly. Once you do it, you like, nigga, hold on, bro. I've been, you know, to the top of this mountaintop. I done been to Tulum, you know, where everybody going now. I done been this place and that place. I done spend this money. I done ate with this person, talk to this person. You get to add. More vocabulary and, and, and substance to your bars. So it's gonna be a big difference from having fun with the music and then actually living through your music. Yeah. So like I, I actually want to see it for them. You know, there's some young artists where I'm like, all right, I'm over you, but I think he's gonna last. But we got the official rating. Yeah. Of the averages for Little Tekka and what we give them overall. So for Little Tekka, we have. A 64 overall. Okay, I can take that. Coming in as a rookie in a lot of uh, yeah. other video games, that's what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Potential A plus though. Man. So I give him that. We, that was the highest record that he got in his potential. He almost got an 80 from us, basically a star power quotient. So hey. Right. And you ain't shit without your star power. Hey. Yeah. Honestly, not. That's why Ply is still running off the, on the plug twice. <laughs> Let me tell you, when your archetypes and, and the people that you monitor yourself after is actually big names and not fucking Kelly Oubre, like you, you actually somebody. What Taz Taylor looked like yesterday, he got pissed. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I'm not happy about a lot of things, but I team hate. I hate a lot. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm the opposite Skip Bayless. I hate more than he does. Come on. Like, hey, so we gonna jump into episode 53. Man, five. Man, 
ain't said this in a long time, but it's literally been a busy week of the culture. Because I had to literally fucking just stop everything just to wrap my head around all these goddamn stories that we got this week. Because number one, that Cardi B shit in the middle of the goddamn day just set the internet on fire. Like in the middle of the day. California was on fire. And guess what? So was the Twitter and Instagram spheres. Come on. So, so I was offset on Twitch. So on, what was it? September 15th, <laughs> Cardi B officially filed papers with the court asking, seeking a divorce from her husband, offset. And basically, you know, it's irreconcilable differences. And she also stated that there is no potential for, you know, them to be able to re- reconcile. So she fucking done. She fucking done. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Both of these two people are very young. Yep. I, When it comes to celebrity relationships in general, I never put a lot of stock in them. At all. Because they, they I mean, to be realistic, they pass each other around all the time. But when you 23, 24, and the first thing you do is to marry somebody once you get big, like, come on now, bro. You haven't, again... Even if you've had way more experiences in your life than you've ever had, you got to experience being an adult. Like, that takes time. You don't... The same person you are when you're 20 is not even close to the same person you're going to be when you're 30. And they Absolutely. starting to move from... Well, he older. So yeah. He is like 26. 26. Uh, 26. Bro, that, them niggas younger than me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I know that for a fact. If he is 28, still younger than me. Younger than you. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? But... Bro, you different than who you are when you were 21, bro. You not. Now that's that's, the, that's what we trying to say more than you. Like, Cardi, bro, she went from. 28. 28, cool. You went from being a stripper, young young lady in New York, to being the, the girl with the fucked up teeth that we kind of thought was cool on Love and Hip Hop that A1 wouldn't give a chance to rap. To winning a to, Grammy. To winning a Grammy, teeth fixed, WAP. Come on. Like you are a totally different person. Your mindset is totally different than when you thought than what you thought about yourself back then. Come on. And she said, "I used to have a hard time because I wanted people to like to like me." Like, I, dog, you can't get past that until you get past it. And once you say, "Listen, I don't need you to fucking love me. I'm Cardi fucking B." Come on. I don't need an offset, onset. I don't need this no more. I'm a Grammy-winning artist. I know my potential, and I know who the fuck I am. I had a baby. You know, sometimes women feel differently until they had that baby, but that shows them that I got strength on top of the world. Come on. So I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know about their relationship, but whatever makes her happy, I'm cool with. Offset. Nigga, you a man. You got bitches. I know what time it is, bro. Right. You had to fucked up somewhere. And and, and you know, <laughs> no, and they, they do got a history, you know, of alleged infidelity. Me, I don't know because I didn't jump into that shit that deeply the way other people have because, number one, I got my own fucking life. Yeah, exactly. I got my own fucking relationship. So me being and that... Me? I got my own infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> and me being that invested in what's going on in somebody's shit go take away from the shit I got going Man. on. Yeah, but back to the topic, you know, people automatically assume that Cardi filed for divorce because of the cheating. But she jumped on Instagram she live did. and said that that wasn't the case. It's basically boiling down to them not being able to see eye to eye. She also mentioned that, you know, they just outgrew each other. So back to your sentiment, like... Three years ago when they got married, they two different people. You got to think about it. Three years ago, Cardi B was literally hitting her stride. It was just Bodak mu- Yellow. Yeah, hitting her stride in the music game. And don't get me wrong. It don't take away from, you know, what she wants and the goals for a relationship. But she's still growing in her desires, her wants, and her needs. And if, yeah. Car- if uh, Offset not, you know... In the same boat as her Of course she not gonna want that shit Especially if they Fucking arguing all the time Think about the switch bro Migos was the biggest Artist in the world When they first started Fucking with each other Come on Think about how the change Happened to where mm-hmm. When the last time They even put out a song I know they just did one With uh Oh boy NBA young boy But besides but that But them bitches not hitting How they oh, was hitting. Wasn't that just Quavo though That was all of them Was it Yeah oh, But man. But regardless That that's a huge drop off from where they was at. At they was perennial all stars. 
Now it's like oh, shit. Lil Uzi put out a solo album at a point where when Lil Uzi got on Bad and Bougie, he was the worst verse on that. Listen, shit. Lil Man. Uzi, they didn't even play his part on the radio. A lot of times they really did. <laughs> Get this shit off of that the shit, waves. Look, that made me kind of not like Uzi for a little bit because of that shit. Because I was just like, bro, you didn't. Because that song, well, everybody know what Bad and Bougie did, yeah. bro. That shit was Rain a. Drop, drop Top was one of the first like rap meme type things that I saw going around Come regularly, on. bro. But you jump, you go from that to. And, and and even if you didn't fuck up Offset, clearly there was some divide in the household yeah. that said this no longer can happen. And if and 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 women with women too, they can just be like, bro, I don't like you no more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to be infatuated with you, the person that you. I used to love this person that I saw, and then one day they can wake up and be like, I'm disgusted with you. You, I don't especially like the way you, you dress, help, especially when you help them. Break it down. Yeah, when you help chip away that that uh, love, image, that, in, that that infatuation. Image, yeah. Then it's like, damn. And it's honestly, like the whole power switch probably had a lot to do. With oh, it bro, because you know Nick, how, like, ego, guys, yeah, ego, guys with the ego. Like even with girls making more money than them, it's like, dog, that should have drive a wedge. Tristan Thomas ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. Tristan Thompson was just so I want to ask y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say it because it was funny, but like. Tristan Thompson just out fucking And old. Tristan Thompson he got so much money just because of LeBron yeah. that it was oh, just, he was never supposed to get 120 oh, million. No, never. <laughs> never. Never. No, he lived from Canada living in Cleveland. Wait, now, man. Y'all say I hate LeBron, but if it's anything I felt like LeBron was on some bullshit no, for, that, 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 that contract that Tristan got, I told that, that was shit. bullshit. I told I was, Todd, that contract and uh, him ever playing with Mario Chalmers was two of the worst things he ever <laughs> did to his career. And bro. I fucked with Chalmers and I and Tristan, bro, he came up big a lot of times for me. Like so it was like, workhorse. but bro, 120 million was bro, no. When yeah. the nigga <laughs> got to switch hands to shoot free throws, you shouldn't be paying him that much. But money he got, but they was better than the other hand. <laughs> when you go from 20 to 50, I guess. Listen, but I don't think she. I I don't think that it even got to do with her with them. I heard it was some money shit that went on. Man. Some some lost wages. And I already know that when money come involved with any relationship, and it can turn this. it Clearly, can turn tables fast. Cardi is a businesswoman. Yeah. Clearly. Like she done hustled, endorsements, and all that shit. So she about her money. So if, so if that if that came into play, hey man, you playing with fire, but I, I mean, they both young as fuck, bro. Shit gonna happen. They got a kid, so, you know, I hope they can co-parent well and not have it all in the news and stuff and whatever. But, hey, man, y'all motherfuckers be fucking somebody else in a couple of months. It's all right. Like, <laughs> nah, but so, with how does shit play it out in the public? What was y'all thoughts on how people, us everyday people, on social media reacted to this shit? I don't think people really gave a fuck because... I don't think a lot of people thought it was going to last from the jump because they had only been engaged for a month before a dog was out there trying to do whatever. And like I said, bro, loving hip hop, Grammy, that's a huge jump. Migos, huge group, brothers, cousins, QC, Atlanta, strip clubs. All of this leads to stripper. All of this leads <laughs> to somewhere that's probably not going to work. All avenues lead South. <laughs> so one more question. Now, seeing how this shit played out and it played like this all, all like this all the time. How what what is your perception on marriage just based off of this shit right here? Because it seemed like everybody I seen on social media was using this to gaslight their perspective on relationships, whether niggas wouldn't be in shit or well whether women need to be in a at home cooking and cleaning and shit. So like, do that influence the way you see shit or bro? I'm 29, bro. I have said this for at least nine years. I will never get married. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me because marriage ain't nothing but a business, you know, opportunity for another person. So that doesn't change my fact. What it does prove to me is that when you young, just like when I was in college and I see people get married in college, married right out of college, you know how many of them lasted another year and a half, maybe, you know, it's already a 60% divorce rate as is with people regardless. So if you're 23 
like I keep saying, you don't know who you gonna be when you 35, 40. You don't know who that person gonna be. So if you ain't put the time in to even get to know this person and you just jump off the broom and marry him, it's like, bro, I don't have faith in that. And I don't have faith in marriage as is because you see what's happened with Dr. Dre and his wife. She talking about, I own this nigga name. Then that's crazy as hell. Like, and to <laughs> me, you know, I'ma just come out and say it. I'm starting to, and just with the study of history, I'm starting to think that marriage is just one of those archaic ideas yeah. that you know just don't work for this time you know because even back in the day in order to marry a woman what did you have to do you either had to be give them rich, give them cattle you had to be rich so the daddy could be like all right whatever you have is a good exchange for my daughter yeah. so that's the business shotgun wins yeah so like it's just one of them things where, like, if you still do believe in the concept of marriage, you better define it for yourself and your partner. Exactly. And not look at it for, like, what this shit has been that's failing at a 60% rate. Mar Bro, marriage was for kings and queens, for motherfucking empires to build a bond together. Yeah, that shit wasn't... Yeah. Bro, you got to think. Even back to our ancestors, bro, we had eight, nine, ten wives. And we just look at that shit differently generationally. But in reality, that was something that we always had. Now, it seems as if you're not married. It makes women feel as if they're not. They, they're, if you're not a married woman by a certain they age, they feel inferior. They feel inferior, and society tends to look at you a certain type of way. When you a man and you ain't married at a certain age, they oh you just a player. You don't really want to settle down with no woman. So it it it, it, it has both of those negative connotations. And I I look at a woman like. Tracy Ellis Ross She ain't married Fuck no She living her best life Now I don't know What she do on the dating scene But I do see A healthier woman A more complete woman A confident woman Who not damaged And not You know Fucking just Pam Greer ain't never got married She she just happy Oprah Winfrey Same thing I guess stabbing somewhere In Still the corner Still living in the crib But you know she she not happy. So my thing is no, this. happy. As far as marriage, marriage don't validate your relationship nope. or it don't, you know, take away from your marriage, uh, your relationship. We got to stop looking don't. at social constructs as absolutes. Come on. If you look at a social construct as absolute, then that's how you get. That's how racism happens. We don't like you because you look this way. We don't like you because you're not married. So now married women look at you and say, oh, she going to try to take my husband. Come on. Niggas come around and niggas get self-conscious like, and this nigga might be trying to come out the Like, it's it, it's that mindset of if we ain't in the same boat, not realizing that it be them two married motherfuckers fucking the other two married motherfuckers. I, I hate to say this, but it be the married people who be the, out here the wildest. Look, entanglement before it was known as that. <laughs> it was I was fucking. Look, I was unknowingly <laughs> caught in the entanglement. It's just that information wasn't bestowed upon me. But it be them ones who be the most unhappy, who be out here at the functions, getting down, fucking around like they single. So it's like, is marriage too much of a burden to bear? Yeah. I don't know. It's not I a burden. Like it's, I feel like it's something that should be examined more closely and something that should be more tailor-made for each couple yep. instead of, you know, going along with how tradition set it up yep. if you want to see that shit work. Because honestly, Cardi B is of Latin descent. Marriage is part of that they culture, 100%. Yeah. Being with them. But she got to look at it like this. Like, Business. how do it work for me? Mm -hmm. And can I find somebody who see it the same way? Yep. Because just being married to be married just got you in this situation. And not saying it's, his, her, it's her fault because Offset must be accountable for the things he done. But at the same time, like, you can't rush the next one. Especially with you being who you are, you got far much more to lose, especially if you in the state of California. Yeah. Especially if you fucking marry Kevin Federline. Oh. Because oh, that's my motherfucking idol of all time. Because when you come in <laughs> and you come in and you ain't shit and you the background dancer and you get the million dollars broke off, you my nigga. And I'ma tell you this. And every time man, broke off. Listen, and every man is not offset. Every man is not future. We got to look at men like Russell Wilson, who adore his wife. We got to look at men like John Legend, who adore his wife. So I know y'all want to use Offset and Future as y'all fucking fuel to y'all fire to justify your, 
your fucking um narratives. But it is men out here who fucking adore their women. Stop hey, having my family, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna move on to Kanye West. Man, this listen, oh, man. this yay. This year, this late registration. Let's call it drop off. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> what do he say on that life of Pablo? Do they want the OEA back? Nigga. Listen. Nigga, listen, dog. I'm so I'm I'm hoping that he's serious now. I don't give a fuck, bro. I always say niggas fuck up regardless. Especially when you in that limelight. But if what he talking about now he actually does, now we talking about again. Oh Kanye, George Bush don't like black people. Just literally going at the system like we always loved him for. Come on. So he did take to Twitter this week, demanding a public apology from J Cole and Drake, which uh, is two of the biggest hip hop artists right now. Um, they both have took their shots at Kanye. I feel like outside of the apology, he really do want to mend fences with, I guess, yeah. this generation of hip hop. Cause he talked about that was a that was an early tweet, and then Dog was like, "I want y'all to all be in the room, us K Dot, you know." On. So it was, I, I think that he was tr he like tweets in the same way like a nigga would just be talking to it. If an, I was like, "Hey, bro, write down everything I say," and I just started saying just a bunch of billion dollar billion facts. And you just wrote them down. That's how that nigga be tweeting, bro. Like, nigga, fuck it. I'm about to go hoop. Fuck that. I ain't about to hoop no more. I'm about to go get five guys. Like, that's how that nigga tweet. <laughs> so for the, for the most part, Kanye really got grievances with Sony and Universal, you know, over his contract. Yeah. So it's like, evidently, in 2003, he signed a bad deal. Niggas love signing bad deals. Let me tell you, because... See, this the craziest thing. Like, Damon Dash, as much as motherfuckers love to call him crazy and shit, a lot of these niggas now be like, oh, you was right. You may have went about it the wrong way, which I don't think he was because when you got to be a radical, bro, to really buck a system, bro, niggas will just tell you to shut the fuck up. And you be like, nigga, I'm not shutting the fuck up. You doing this all fucking wrong, bro. And if I don't say nothing, then they not never going to know. Exactly. And... Kanye, you know, even Hov. Hov had to be the president of Def Jam to get his masters and Rihanna masters back. Wow. So, you know, what Russell Wilson just had to do was buy Sierra masters. So this ain't most motherfuckers that was in the game, you know, from that 2000, I would say from like 2016 to 17 back. Most of them niggas got put in a fucked up deal that didn't wasn't that di wasn't already that didn't do the independent thing. Cause you look at a nigga like Tech Nine and he like nigga what I stayed independent and that's why I got all of this fucking money, bro. And the crazy thing about Tech Nine is that nigga might not have the fame and notoriety, but, but he owned all his shit and he got a cult following. And like I like we talked about a few weeks ago, if you got five hundred thousand real fans that spend money with you, it's way better than the artificial uh, engine produced. Two million fans that you might got because nigga they taking seventy five percent of your money and you only seeing twenty five percent of the profit instead of taking a whole hundred percent when you got five hundred thousand fans that spending fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty dollars on a ticket plus buying a shirt for fifty dollars plus buying this, this and that. Like bro, that shit add up in the I, long run. Honestly, like that, the independent way is closer to the old school style where people were buying tangible shit where now the average listener or consumer is all streaming it's all it's all going through a middleman we're like a tech nine or independent artist nah this shit coming from me to you back to me yeah so it's even artists now who have the money to get their masters back and the company is like hell no nah. bro they fuck you it's an astronomical number number it's like oh you want it back now a billion dollars Yep. Hold on, what, nigga? I got 300 million net worth, but that mean I might only have 80 liquid. You talk about a billion dollars for my math? They like, yeah, nigga, you know how much this shit is cost, nigga? You literally, it's like buying an NFL team. You literally gonna have to have you a fucking group of people. Bro, why you think, nigga, when uh, Michael Jackson bought the Beatles Masters, it was just like, 
Oh no, we gotta kill this nigga. Yeah, bro. it literally like, like nah, bro. Like I'm not big on conspiracies, but that's one of them ones where you be like, oh yeah, if he got their masters, this nigga just became that much powerful. And Sony, Sony is powerful, bro. But Prince. Michael Jackson with with the Beatles masters, that's a whole nother level. At I got that point. your catalog, nigga. That means that. Bro, when you start taking assets from companies, bro, they stock start dropping. Mm -hmm. You know, what they're able to do with other artists or other artists starts to stop happening because they don't have that capital in the game no more. These when Prince was like, nigga, listen, he was the nigga that invented the bundle package. Come on. And then they told him that it didn't count. And now everybody that's been getting these hundreds of thousands of numbers been doing it off bundle packages. Exactly. Bundle. Come like on. a PS4 in, in, in Gran Turismo. Come on. <laughs> like. <laughs> no, nah, for real. And my thing is this. If you're an artist, if you are able to stay independent, stay independent. Because labels, you got to look at them for what they are. They investors. Yeah. And they want a return on their investment. And they're going to get it in any way necessary. They're going to get a hand over fist. So once you get an advance... Low key, you not entitled to shit. You want a depending 360 on, at that point. Yeah, depending on how your deal is set up. So we gonna move on to Young Miami of the City Girls. Now Miami and I, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a plenty. <laughs> no, so shit. Young Miami has come about under that. fire yeah. about her ability to rap, and um, I can say this as just you know a listener, an observer. A fan And even A person who's Helped artists Along the way About rap Like I can say that She has work to do Still Some of the criticism Is warranted Against her I'm sorry Because on the Act Up song When she come on Her beat She It literally sounded Like she stumbled Into her verse And that was The finished product Of the song That's on the radio Right now yeah, I mean, my thing of it is is that it's just the same way with the dude rappers that as in that same elk of type of rapping, bro. I don't give a fuck. You don't go to them for bars, bro. Come on, they ain't the bars. Them niggas is for the for whatever they gonna say for maybe them one or two lines where she talk about throwing pussy and stealing some money, and that's all we there for, and that's good. That's okay. The same way, you know, we be in and out for the future bars. Of, I nigga, I just fucked your bitch in some flip flops, and you like exactly. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for that. Like, I don't need you to be trying to motherfucking dumb me down with Mark, Marcus Garvey bars. I don't need today's mathematics, nigga. I need to know what that pussy is hidden for. <laughs> is it a Birkin or is it you need to keep working? Like, that's it. So. People that say that she can't rap, it's like, bro, most of these motherfuckers can't fucking rap. But do it sound good and it's bitches popping that ass. And that's literally what it's about now. People got crazy about the little WAP song and all that shit. Like, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, they came together on a collaboration for the simple fact that they know that this is what people want to fucking hear. Like, the City Girls, no, they are not... Rap aficionados They're not technicians On the bars And the beats And the cuts And the drops And Ain't nothing Eric like that being rock him. Bro if they, Lil they Yachty Is that. writing your songs Then we already know Where you getting These bars from Another nigga That can't fucking Man. rap Like <laughs> writing raps For worse motherfuckers I mean, bro, that whole song, that act up shit, Little Yachty wrote, so it ain't even her fault. It's his fault. Right. She was trash, but it sounded good, and it, bitches got fucked to it. Come on. So, it, 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 like, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it, young Miami. She said in a tweet that if she wasn't meant to rap, God wouldn't have her in this position. You know what? That's true. You, 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 you a vessel in the position to where you can say these things that others write for you. Because it's li literally niggas who can write. They can write their ass off, but they cannot perform it. Party Fontaine be writing <laughs> all the Cardi shit. Let me tell you. I don't know if he's that good at, uh, as himself. What that nigga? Uh, not Bryce Until. What was the dog name that, that, that was writing for Drake? Oh, uh, uh, Quentin. Quentin. Qu Quentin. He, bro, you heard them, them rough tracks. He didn't sound sweet like Drake. He wrote the <laughs> shit, but Drake went in there and bodied it. Come on. I, it is what it is, bro. These is women rappers, and let's not get it twisted. Everybody always go back and be like, 
with Foxy and Kim, they the real. And I'll be like, Foxy got her shit wrote by Hove. Kim got her shit wrote by, by Biggie. Come on. Like, let's not forget. Now, these is top tier rappers writing for other people. So, of course, the bars is going to be different because these niggas is actually lyricists. When you got a nigga that knows how to make a ditty for, you know, a ditty bop for motherfuckers, for the new age motherfuckers, this is what it's going to come out with. My thing is this. I think it might be only one that I know of. Woman hip-hop artist who wrote her own shit and enjoyed some commercial success, and that's Missy Elliott. Because not only was she helping herself, she helped Aaliyah. She helped tweet for whatever that was worth. That shit was not long, but she helped. It did. So outside of that, like, you got to expect that these women, they got the charisma and the star power to take these bars that non-rapping ass people write for them and get them off. But you can't expect them to be Jay-Z. Oh, Rap City. Yeah. And let I me give her credit. Tierra Wax. You do them got too. them, but them they too. don't. But they don't get the commercial yeah. success. They didn't the even com- get BET Awards. Yeah, commercial success, mainstream shit. They want to hear the pussy popping. They want to hear the ass shaking. They want to hear uh, taking niggas' money. They Birkin bags. They, that's what they want to hear on the mainstream. So, of course, Cardi, the City Girls. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion Even now uh, Mulatto Mulatto Has she, been making Headway And fast. she just And she just Motherfucking Had the hardest XXL freestyle Out of all of them niggas uh, Exactly You know what I'm saying So Not to say that They can't rap Or what they You know They content It's just about the fact that Bro you going against A bunch of niggas That can't fucking rap Neither so who the fuck is saying you can't rap? Some other people that can't rap? Exactly. And the thing about Bilotto... And let's not forget about Meg. Meg, Meg. can go. And the thing about Bilotto, too, is... She out-rapped them niggas, but at the same time, like, the shit she was talking... Okay, it's not the best shit, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Talk that shit. Talk that rap. Talk that, that shit. That level of ratchetry. Yeah. I like, and then you made it concise into a point where it wasn't just so over the fucking top. Yeah, so, like, okay, it is what it is with Young Miami, but she got the platform, and that's the thing that's harder for other people to achieve. Yeah. So we're going to move on to news or not news. Man, I felt like we talked about this before. When it comes to TikTok, at first we were talking about, you know, TikTok and his influence. But now, TikTok might be on its way out. It might be flatlining because the president of the United States wrote an executive order to ban TikTok from the Apple Store and all these Google Play, all these other shits. So is that news or not news? News. Um, The number one thing is they, they just... They passed it, uh, I think, yesterday or when y'all hear this, this will be a few days um, that a piece of Walmart and then an an Oracle, um, they bought out enough stock at a TikTok app so that TikTok is staying. Oh, so it's not going away. Nah. Cool. But but just know if it would have, that would have sent the youth, the youths in an uproar. Hey, listen. Because that that would have been the only thing that killed this TikTok wave. And we got to think about what TikTok is. TikTok is monetized by many influencers. TikTok also is used by the youth to ex- express themselves and they dictate the next wave. Yeah. So if you would have killed TikTok, you know what would have happened? Instagram would have motherfucking been... Sole owner of every single thing Because when they came out with the real shit That was to battle in case If TikTok went under And let me tell you If Facebook and this nigga Mark Zuckerberg Own more of the world I'm we're Global domination Global domination, domination. <laughs> No, the shit crazy though And Nirvana, I want to hear your take on this Listen The fact that Donald Trump could attempt To do something with it like this with just a stroke of a pen. Was that shit an overreach your powers? Because if you think about it, we live in a democracy. No. China is a communist state. This is what Republican presidents always do. China is a communist state. So it's not about communism. I I just want to say it's about the falsehood of democracy. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to say this. Communism is deep. It's deep rooted. And it's a sense of government. Come on. Uh, democracy is actually made up of what it is. But a false sense of democracy is what we actually live in. 
We oh. believe that the people who vote for the president make the president. But we all know the people who vote for the president is a big chance that person may not become the president. Hey, we seen, seen it with Al Gore, didn't we? Does it not? We seen it with Donald Trump, didn't we? With John Quincy Adams. Come on. Does it not say in the republic for which it stands, one nation, (laughs) bro? Like indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In the republic, we are a a democratic country living in a republic. That is really what it is. It's not the other way around. Texas got the best of both worlds. (laughs) It's not the other way around, bro. So. Like he I, I piggyback off what he said Man listen Bro Donald Trump can do What the fuck he wanna do Because that's what he got That's what he yeah. can do Like Come on signed Underneath George George w. Bush And And that's Where all this shit started Because the slippery slope Of being intrusive And dictating what can And cannot be done Actually mirrors More of a communist state Than a Democratic state where you're free just to do whatever you want because over in China they can turn that goddamn internet off anytime they want they can block a website off anytime they want and that's literally what happened when it came to TikTok before we got this update now Bro, Edward Snowden was just on JR on Joe Rogan again last again. week this, this nigga still alive oh, what yeah. this nigga is in they Russia can't kill that nigga. Yeah, you gotta go to Russia to kill. You them. gotta go to, and they not gonna let that happen. Yeah, mm. Russia's Putin, not gonna yeah, let that Putin happen. Putin, look, Putin won't that smoke. So in this he nigga, won't that this smoke. nigga just got three million in a day on the Joe Rogan podcast. So what you think? You think that TikTok is worse than that? A nigga that has already told the entire world everything fucked up. Come on. Like, come on, man. It, that's, it's small potatoes, as old, uh, <laughs> as Donald Trump said, nigga. Just like the uh, XFL, or what was it? The a, uh, USFL. A- USFL. USFL. <laughs> USHR. USHR. Man, same thing. Same. Oh, just like the SDLSU uh, Mud Bowl. <laughs> we ain't won a game since 1994. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I said, let's go to that good since Joe Montana. Uh, Montana was a quarterback. Joe Montana was a quarterback, you idiot. I said, Joe Montana. Hell no, I'm dead. Hey, so we ready to jump to USHL. Let's do it. Hey, look. I might not be able to say it's the best segment of the Dope News podcast anymore because I think this rapper rating shit. I like that. that I like that. I like but that. But it's still a good segment, and my boy Nirvana, he going to lead us through it. Let's do it. Um, This week, we got Curtis Blow. Not to be mistaken as me, but... Come on. Uh, <laughs> so the godfather of hip-hop. Man. Born August 9th, 1959. Known as Curtis Blow, an American rapper, singer, songwriter, record, film producer, B-boy, DJ, mm. public speaker, and minister. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> First commercially successful uh, when he recorded The Breaks, the single in 1980, self-titled uh, debut album, which was certified gold rap song. I want to get in that a little bit because... Obviously, with this being our first episode coming back from the year that we done marked off, uh, Curtis Blow was the first rapper to sign a major, to sign to a major record label. Curtis Blow was the first rapper to ever have a gold single. Come on. And Curtis Blow was the first rapper to ever appear on national television rapping, being that on Soul Train. So, in the game... Curtis Blow was a pioneer the same way we trying to be a pioneer in the shit that we do. Um, obviously, basketball, not just one of his favorite best songs, but also one of Lil Bow Wow's best songs. Exactly. <laughs> 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 was a great one. That was a great one. Come on. I um, mean, hey. Yeah. A shout out to Curtis Blow. A shout out to what he did for the culture. I know sometimes, you know, dudes like that, they get put in that level, but then they get overshadowed for what they really did because people don't understand what they really did for the culture. But he did so much for the culture to be the first in a lot of ways that we gotta give our hats, we gotta take our hats off to him. Come on. Yeah. Love Curtis Blow. If I ruled the world, shit, basketball, crush groove. Mm. Like, I mean, Godfather of hip hop. Yep. 
I mean, it, 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 nothing more needs to be said. Curtis Blow is a is is a staple, and without him, we wouldn't be here. Right, because now in 2020, I don't care what nobody say, hip hop is the most successful genre commercially, and without the early commercial success of our pioneers, we wouldn't even have a chance. So we shout out Cur- Curtis Blow. Yes. We shout him out because now a dude like Drake can drop and do 500,000 in a week. And that's what rap was to start. You take it back to what Curtis Blow was doing. Is that not kind of what Drake and niggas like that is doing now? If I rule the world. <laughs> like, yeah. Jumping on the beat, finding the groove, listening to it. Come on. Playing with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a little more intricate. Intricate now Come on Cause his but, Christmas song Was crazy yeah, Bro and that's what I'm saying That was the first song To go gold If I ain't mistaken That was the Christmas Or well, it was the breaks Yeah the, these are but the, the breaks Break it up Break it up Break it up Played on TV If I wasn't mistaken Come So on. Yeah that rap song Played on TV So hey Yeah man Listen I don't care what nobody say Hip hop Is one of those things hip-hop, That transcend hip-hop. Transcend everything Look Rock and roll. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. It came and went. Um, pop music came and went. Even alternative alternative rock caught away. Oh, it came and oh, went. You know what it is, bro? It's rap rock. No, it's, no, it's, it, like he. It's he, rap he pop, right? But what it is that that is what rap is. Rap made alternative obsolete in a way. It made rock obsolete in a way because we are the street. We are the truth. We are the grit. We are the grind. Come on. We live in that shit, bro. And that's the reason why it's hard to listen to a rock star talk about the same thing when you can listen to Post Malone, even though he didn't grow up in it. Or you can listen to Uzi. Or you can listen to uh, 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 Trippie Red. Come on. Or any, Trip any X, other dude. Juice World. Yeah, bro. It's just like, that's rock star shit, too. Come on. How's that different? Absolutely. So, so shout out to Curtis Blow. Because, you know, hip-hop and his appeal... Even almost 40 years later from the, you know, the inception of hip hop. Inception of hip hop is domination. Man. And I don't see it stopping. Because not only is it a a genre, it's a lifestyle. That's that. Hey, bro. We love you, Curtis Blow. For sure. Come on. Legend. Hey, episode 52. Can we call it a rap? 53. Oh, 53. 53. Come on. For, hey, we got to throw up a tree, five tree. in a tray ball. Five tree. Five tree. Hey, is it a wrap on that? Yeah. Hey, this was the Dope World News Podcast. Go well, to com. We got yeah. the blogs. We got the vlogs. We got the music. And we also got the merch. Yeah. Get the merch. Become part of the street team. We're the merch to Walmart, Meyer, Kohl's, uh, the club. Wherever you be, we're the merch. Shout out our sponsor, Yak Town don't back down. Sean Preston, we see you, baby. I know it usually be in the front of the episode, but don't think we forgot, my nigga. Hey, hey, episode 53. We out. We out. <laughs>